Hi, I'm Charlotte. And I'm Helly, and welcome to Growth in Progress, the podcast where we have open and honest conversations about things that aren't usually discussed, but that can help us all to grow. In each episode, we spend some time catching up and then we share a recommendation from something we've loved recently, whether that's a book, a TV show, an app, a recipe or something else. And then we go on to discuss a topic that we feel is really relevant to right now. These are often the sorts of things that a lot of people might be thinking about, but aren't necessarily having the conversation about. So we want to open up that conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to hit subscribe on whichever platform you're listening on so that you don't miss an episode. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm doing doing well. I feel like I've not got much to report. Just been working, chilling, enjoying some sunshine, which has been nice. Um, yeah, not that exciting, but it also feels really nice to not be on the go 27 27 24/7 like we like we were before it's been nice to kind of slow down and get back into a bit more of a routine there's something so lovely about getting back into a routine isn't it mm-hmm. it's even stupid things like I've missed taking like my morning vitamins and actually sitting down and doing my proper skincare routine not just like throwing mm. on my cream before going to bed because I can't deal with finding my skincare stuff in a hotel room and stupid stuff like that which I know is such a yeah. first world problem but <laughs> It's quite, um, it's just nice, I think, when you've, especially when you've had that period of time when you've not had a routine, because obviously it was for like, what, how many weeks was it for you guys? Four? Yeah, we were on the road for four weeks, yeah. That's a long time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we went on like a little, um, you inspired us with your night out last week, and we went on a little date night at the weekend as well to- Oh, cute! I I was like, what night out? I don't go out. (laughs) You told us about your Saturday night out. Yes, my free profiterole. Yes, exactly that. I didn't get anything for free, but it was quite cheap and it was such good Mexican food. And I also, Ooh. so they had like proper margaritas, like proper, <gasps> proper. I had a jalapeno margarita and Taylor had a chipotle margarita. Surprisingly, both very nice. So it's basically a picante, isn't it? That's a, a, a fancy word. I don't know but maybe yes. <laughs> I love a picante. They're, they're like the absolute best. It's, it's similar to a spicy margarita. Um, it might just be another name for a spicy margarita. We don't know. Um, is this place in Split? Yes. Or is in it somewhere the, else? It's in the city <gasps> centre, yeah. Can we please go when I come in 40? Actually, no, when this goes live, it'll be 24 hours till we're reunited. I know. This is so exciting. I have my first visitor coming to Split and it is the co-host of Growth in Progress. I'm buzzing. Um, I mean, last night when my new backpack arrived because of the changes in EasyJet luggage allowance, I freaked out because it was the same size as a small child, like it was tiny I could literally fit one pair of jeans in it and then I reread the size guide and it wasn't a 15 by 25 by 35 it was a 45 by 25 by 35 (laughs) so just the image of you turning up with a kid's backpack on your back I do you know what the worst part was is that I put it on my back and I was like Helly's gonna really laugh me because I look like an absolute idiot like I looked (laughs) that and my cap on I looked like an overgrown child I looked like Tom Hanks in big like it was not a look and it was that moment of realization I was like oh I read that wrong oh my god well at least you found that out now a couple of days before it's all good I know 
can you imagine if I'd realized when I got to the airport and someone was like why is your bag so small (laughs) oh my god amazing amazing already but all I've been up to is basically planning to come to split and I'm so excited which does mean I think that the next episode that goes out after this will be an in-person episode it will be we should probably factor recording that into our uh our itinerary for when you're here yes maybe pre apro spritz my only reco- my only requests for coming to split whether i get to see i get to drink apro spritz i see the terracotta roofs because my god have i missed terracotta roofs and i see a palm tree so we can cover those for you i feel like that's quite like they're quite low-key requests <laughs> yeah we've got it covered <laughs> do you want to share your recommendation for this week Yes, so I have an app this week and it is, I actually don't know if it's available on Android, but it is definitely available on iOS and it's an affirmation app called I Am. And the reason I love this app is I know we've spoken before about affirmations and like having a more positive mindset and a lot of affirmations just don't resonate with me. I feel like we've said before how like a lot of them that are like, oh, I love myself, are quite hard to relate to. And so it doesn't feel authentic and it doesn't really have the impact you want it to have. Whereas what I really like about this app is that they're very realistic and like, um, I guess, achievable affirmations, like they're very believable affirmations. So they don't feel cheesy and over the top and hard to relate to. So on iPhone, what you can do is have it as a widget on your um, home screen which side note I just love the word widget just really makes me chuckle but anyway um, <laughs> and so there's always like whenever I open my phone there is a like positive affirmation like that just comes up and it changes throughout the day like um, and there's that like you can pay for one that gives you like endless affirmations but just the free version has so many and they have loads of ones about like self-love money success happiness relationships like they cover so many um that you definitely don't need to pay to have the paid version and it's a very aesthetic app as well and I think when you're focusing on kind of being more positive or like manifestation it's helpful if it looks appealing and fits with like the life you want if that makes sense um so you can pick like loads Mm. different wallpapers and all that sort of thing and you can set um push notifications so that like throughout the day you get random prompts of affirmations and I just think like whenever I've tried to do this sort of thing in the past I've definitely found it quite hard like I don't want to sit down and go onto Pinterest and Google 10 affirmations that are going to make me like myself or whatever whereas this kind of just makes that a bit easier and it's free which we love. So I think you've mentioned this app before and I don't think it is available on Android because I wasn't able to find it, but I totally agree about kind of having those identifiable affirmations. And I use one on mine that's called gratitude and because I have an Android phone and that's what made a a massive difference for me with affirmations because that exact thing of they felt more relatable. So mine has ones like, um, and like you, you pick what's important to you as well, because they've got a whole yes. bank of ones that are like to do with love or wealth or creativity or, or like relationships, whatever you want it to be. So some of mine are like, I'm in control of my day. My drive and ambition allow me to achieve my goals, allow my creative energy to flow freely at all times. Like things that are more 
relevant to me and yeah I think it does make such a difference when yeah because I mean I love the idea of affirmations but I'm never going to be someone who stands in front of the mirror and is like I love myself no I mean, I'm, I'm, ho- I'm ho- yeah I hope the affirmations will create that feeling for me without me having to say that mm. to my face yeah, in a like- mirror or whatever and I think if you can't relate to the affirmations and they don't feel authentic to you, they're never going to have the impact anyway. So yeah, I've just been really enjoying using that app and then maybe randomly throughout the day or just like as I'm in bed in the evening and I'm winding down because I have such a bad habit of picking up my phone when I'm in bed mm. and falling into a bit of a scroll hole that I was like, actually, if I'm using this app because you swipe up in the same way that you would on Instagram or TikTok, even if I'm just mindlessly scrolling this, at least it's a more positive impact than like, some random TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What's your recommendation? So I've been on a bit of a Disney hype for this last <sighs> week. And I mean they're not like revelations or anything. I watched Encanto. Uh, have you oh, seen I've not it? I've seen it yet. I haven't, but I'm really keen to see it. So this is I don't know if this is going to blow your mind as much as it blew my mind, but the main character is voiced by the the woman from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, Stephanie oh, I, Beatrice. I did know this, yeah. Her voice is incredible. That's not even my recommendation. That was just the first thing that I watched on Disney this week. That I, absolutely but I didn't realise until I saw her in Modern Family what her voice was actually like. And I was like, whoa, Rosa yeah. sounds different. It's crazy, Rosa, that's her name. But yeah, absolutely blew my mind. But then my actual recommendation is I also watched turning red which is the uh latest pixar animation oh i want to see this it's got a little red panda in it hasn't it yeah it's really really cute really funny um a couple of my friends had also recommended it as well um and they are that they're asian they have asian parents and they had said that a lot of it was very identifiable but in general it's a coming of age story that i think is really identifiable for a lot of girls that kind of trying to navigate adolescence and wanting to be dutiful to her parents. I mean, there's these fantasy and comedy elements and there's a lot that kind of alludes to like girls starting their first period and things like that. And like kind of having a crush on the boy at school and all all of those Mm. sort of things, but it's done in a really interesting, really funny way. And there's these fantasy elements and this cute red panda as well. Um, and I just I really enjoyed it and Taylor watched it as well and really enjoyed it which I think says a lot and I think I always think it's really interesting as well that kind of how Disney and Pixar managed to address these bigger themes in a way that create a really Mm -hmm. fun story and I had never had an appreciation for those kind of underlying themes obviously when I was a kid you just watched it and enjoyed it for the movie that it was but then now when you're you're an adult and you're like oh god that's so clever like what an what interesting way to address that um, so the young girl is Maylee and she's growing up in Toronto, but her family own and run um, the oldest temple that's in the city. So it's also a tourist attraction. So she's kind of trying to reconcile her life of wanting to be a teenage girl and going to see a favourite band with helping her parents to run the temple and and be dutiful to their elders and, mm. and uh, her family's beliefs and her culture. Um yeah, really recommend if you've got Disney Plus. It's yeah, fantastic, easy watch for adults and kids. It sounds really lovely. And also I just love red pandas. Like 
growing up I was fascinated by red pandas which is just the most me thing ever isn't it but um yeah yeah, I'll add it to the list it sounds like a nice Sunday afternoon watch yeah it is definitely oh cute so this week we wanted to have a conversation about happiness and ambition and specifically whether being happy and happiness generally kills ambition our culture is one that really um places the emphasis on careers and the side hustle and working hard and being ambitious pretty much above most other things and being ambitious is seen as being such a good thing but if you're constantly aiming to be more of anything whether it's more successful at work or earn more money whatever it is can you ever really be happy and actually if you reach that point of happiness does it mean you'll no longer have ambition Yeah, I feel like there's a real um, like internal, external kind of war between these two things, because Mm -hmm. like you said, like ambition and success and progression is put on this pedestal. I mean, we spoke about a couple of weeks ago and like the fear of going backwards or stalling. And I think when if you're always striving for forwards progression and your ambition is really driving you like how can you reconcile finding contentment with being ambitious human beings because so much of ambition is is external it's that external validation it's the the next pay rise it's the next promotion it's it is that moving forward and happiness feel like but it mostly comes from within obviously things around you can make you happy but happiness is a feeling so how can you kind of reconcile those two things if you are like an ambitious human being and obviously not everyone is not everyone has the same level of ambition at all which is Mm. also totally fine but I think especially because we're at the age we're at now I feel like I'm more aware of that sort of balance between finding happiness but also wanting to keep moving forward and progressing as well definitely and I think how we define happiness and we've spoken about this before but like how we define happiness will obviously change throughout our lives and the things that we want to go after and what our ambitions are in life will also change and there's always that temptation I think this happens so much online that the grass is greener like whether that's that if you're in a corporate job oh being self-employed would be better and vice versa or if you you just buy a house and you're like right I'm really settled where I am and you're really happy about that and then you see someone who's just sold their house and gone traveling the world it's like oh actually that would be better and all the time you're looking for happiness as an external factor I think it's much harder to stay in the moment and not just be looking for the next thing so I think you can have both things at the same time it's just how you balance it Oh, I totally agree. Like it's not that there's it's not like a dichotomy. They're not mutually exclusive. But I think especially the whole side hustle culture that we're fed online and like work harder, not smarter, but no, work smarter, not harder, all of that kind of thing. I think that kind of narrative would have you believe that happiness is in the next promotion or it's reaching the next goal or it's earning a certain amount of money in 20 years' time or whatever. And like, we really need to get rid of that grass is always greener mentality. Cause exactly like you said, you'll always see someone else's experience and think that, oh, maybe I should be doing that. Maybe that's what will make 
me happier and Mm. like I really think maybe we're seeing happiness as the wrong thing like happiness is seen as an end goal and I don't think it isn't at all like um, ambition doesn't end when we get somewhere there's always going to be something else to think about there's always going to be the next step and in the same way happiness isn't an end goal either and that's why I think you can have both of them alongside each other and and make them work together and almost kind of bounce off each other in creating the life that you want to live I really agree I think we need to get away from this idea that they're both like things and actually happiness is a mood like even if you're generally happy with your life you might not feel happy every minute of every day because it is a mood like any other emotion Mm. whereas ambition Mm. is more of a trait like you have ambition you are ambitious and that can obviously be displayed in so many different ways and I think when you realize they're not mutually exclusive and actually happiness can benefit ambition it's really powerful like I've been reading a lot recently and one of the things that keeps coming up specifically with um you know oh my god what's his name Stephen I want to say Stephen Bartlett from Diary of a CEO Mm-hmm. yeah I keep seeing him share this one quote it's like if you're if you're basically if you're practicing gratitude and you're happy with what you always have then you'll always have enough and you'll like move on to the next thing whereas if you're constantly in a mindset of, I don't have enough you'll never feel like you have enough so actually the process of practicing gratitude and being happy in the moment can empower you to focus more on what you're going to do next rather than keeping you stuck in the place you are because if you're constantly focusing on what you don't have and what you're lacking you're staying where you are like you can't move forward does that make sense I've really butchered the quote but does that kind of make sense yeah no I I totally agree and I think it does go back to that whole like internal external thing and I do think too many people connect happiness with with like external validation and external results Mm. but I don't know I feel like it's really important to identify what happiness is within you like we just think oh happy it says happiness is like a smiling person well no because happiness like you said it's a feeling and it can present in so many different ways like it could be happiness to you could be health it could be like thriving it could be having consistency in your life it could be like a feeling of abundance like all of those positive Mm. feelings I think if you can find and put words to them we we kind of forget that there's more to happiness than just a smiling face and yeah like on the back of that that quote from Stephen Bartlett there's there's also nothing wrong with relishing in happiness like if you find happiness in your life it's not like oh well I'll stay here in happiness for an hour and then I'll move on to my next ambitious goal yeah like you can stay as long as you want like there's maybe that's a day off work with your partner where you're feeling really happy or maybe you've established a really positive work-life balance and you don't want a promotion because your your life is feeling really full and really happy as it is so you're not gonna seek out another like a promotion or a job change for a couple of years like you don't need to be chasing the next thing when you can just relish and pause in the like the happiness or the fulfillment that you're feeling and I think there's something to be said as well for finding happiness in the smaller moments and embracing that kind of contentment and using it to rest slightly like constantly being in that state of chasing the next thing is exhausting 
and it means you don't really enjoy anything and at the end of the day it sounds really cheesy but the journey is the bit you enjoy like like, sure it might be nice one day you walk into the gym and you can I don't know bench press 100 kilos but the actual enjoyment you'll have got is the process from first like just practicing the movement and then bench pressing a kilo like the joy won't come when you hit 100 kilos it's going to come in that process and actually finding those little pockets of happiness every day I think is a much more achievable way to live as well I think we kind of prize happiness as this end goal this thing we will get like this nirvana and then when we don't feel it constantly we feel like we failed but you don't feel anything constantly that you don't feel sad hopefully constantly like you don't feel angry constantly it's like any other emotion you feel it for like smaller pockets of time so and there's definitely room to find happiness like maybe it's in your morning routine and when you're sitting in bed drinking your coffee in the morning and you can be really happy in that moment but you can still be like right what am I going to get up and do today because I have this other thing I want to achieve and that's perfectly fine and actually I'd argue that's more healthy than just pursuing other things yeah and I think it's really that's really true about that like the journey being where you get a lot of the fulfillment from because I always think there probably is one of my like biggest fears in life that the whole like how society has built this structure that we work like our whole lives nine to five Mm. or whatever it is and then like we work so that then we can retire at 65 70 and then we can use all of that money that we work hard for to have this wonderful retirement but I always think well one what if you don't get there what if you spend your whole life Mm -hmm. working towards this thing and then I don't know something happens to you and you you don't ever get there but also too like if you've worked your socks off for your entire life and you hit 70 years old and you're ready to enjoy happiness are you going to have any relationships any structures any things that you've built in those 50 years that yeah that is going to fulfill you like is like that's that's like the epitome of ambition isn't it work it hard your whole life so then you can have this great retirement but if you've not done anything to fulfill yourself during those years of work what's actually left at the end I know that's a really like depressing thought Mm -hmm. but (laughs) no I think it's true like it's not it's not guaranteed to any of us like I really do I must say this several times a week to people, but I really do wholeheartedly believe aging is a privilege that we don't all get. And mm. if you, your entire time is spent pursuing something else for something that is not guaranteed, I just think that's kind of sad. Like we need to live in the moment a bit. And it doesn't mean that you have to like stop and not have any ambition and you shouldn't plan for the future and you shouldn't like go after bigger things it just means there's got to be a better balance like you can aim to get a promotion at work but still enjoy where you are in your job at the moment and be grateful for where you are you can you know have the ambition to have a bigger house and own your own home and do whatever but you can also be grateful and happy with like the place you're living now and I don't know like all the things you have right now and I think that's really important like you've got to build a life where you can say I love my life and I'm happy most of the time or I can find happiness within my life and then it almost means that when you're going after the bigger things and when you're pursuing your ambitions but when it doesn't go right and when it's difficult and when you face adversity which everyone does when they're going for something really big 
at the end of it, you can take a moment and go, okay, but what do I have? And you can almost use that happiness in the, and that contentment in the everyday as mm. refuge from the challenges of hitting your ambitions. Yeah, I think it's really important to like lean into those parts of your life that you enjoy the most for those exact mm. moments when mm. things are if you're constantly focused externally on the next goal, the next validation, the next reward, you're going to find it harder to identify those internal feelings of happiness because you're always looking for the external validation. So I think if you can identify those small pockets of happiness in your day, you should really lean into them. It's just reminded me of, there's an episode of the 10% Happier podcast, which I love. Some of the episodes are really long, but it's worth a listen. And I think it was the actual host. And he said he was raised... His dad, I don't know, did some big like corporate job, I think. And his dad always used to say the price of security is insecurity. And he was like that. That idea really messed me up that basically to be successful, you need to like plan and plot and have ambition and stretch yourself because that will get you financial Mm -hmm. success. And then that will give you security. But he was saying what actually happens is you can stretch yourself too far. You're permanently stressed. You're permanently worried about hitting a certain financial goal or like material goal, whatever it might be. And that's your attempt to find happiness, but you can't ever get there because you're in a permanent like stretch state. And what what happens when you, when you stretch yourself permanently, well, when you stretch something permanently, it snaps, like it's, it's not actually a healthy state to be in. Mm. And it's not an enjoyable state to be in. No. Not at all. I know it sounds a bit, and it sounds a bit like abstract and a bit kind of like, I don't know, cheesy. But if we're not finding enjoyment and contentment and happiness, what's the point? And I know that like you can't feel that all the time. Like obviously, there are going to be times when things are really hard and really challenging, and you kind of think, Jesus Christ, like, why me? This is so unfair. And that's completely normal. And like, obviously, on the like journey to get to where you want to be it's not always going to be smooth sailing but that's why I think realizing that embracing the happiness and gratitude for what you have already is so important because that helps you helps to ground you like it can it can revitalize you when you're struggling with your ambition because if you're a very ambitious person you want to reach certain goals but you're also not embracing what you have when those challenges come along you're just not how do you recharge how do you get up and keep going again because you have nothing in the tank yeah I think that that's a really good point being I think if you can use your happiness those moments of happiness those internal feelings as your like as a motivator for your ambition I think that's a really healthy place to be because if you're I mean, again, we spoke about it in the fear of going backwards episode, but if your motivator for ambition is fear of stagnating, it it's really hard to enjoy those those small moments and find those small things in life that make you happy. Whereas mm-hmm. if your ambition is motivated by your awareness of what your goals are, because those things make your make you happy, then the two are coexisting together rather you rather than you permanently running from your like your, the fear of stagnation or whatever it might be I think there's a happy medium for them to coexist and of course you're that also means your ambitions can change as well like your ambitions mm. 
now probably look very different from what they did 10 years ago. Oh, for sure. And they'll look different to how they look in a few years time as well. And that's really healthy. Mm -hmm. And that's really important. Yeah, I mean, it's like, um, I mean, I, I imagine that this is what happens to a lot of people. Obviously, I'm not a parent, but I'd imagine becoming a parent, your ambitions change there a lot. And that is so linked to your happiness. Mm -hmm. Like perhaps your ambition changes mm -hmm. from career aspirations to wanting to find a work-life balance that you can spend more time with with your family. Like that's that's still an ambition. Yeah. Ambition doesn't have to be all about like progress forward at, at work and owning a house and like those more material things it can it can be creating that like balance in your life between what you enjoy doing I completely agree we really hope you've enjoyed this episode if you have any thoughts on this topic we would love to hear them so please get in touch with the show notes below next week we're going to be discussing women and money and we would love to get your thoughts on this topic. Um, it's something we're both really excited to discuss. So please do get in touch with any thoughts you have on our Instagram page or on our email address in the show notes. In the meantime, we hope you have a great week. Stay safe and we will speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.